Hey Steve, have you got everything for the play date? Well, should I run through the list? Yes. Alright, Injustice. Check. Uh, new Comics. Check. Iron Man 3 Blu-ray. Check. Lubricant. Check. What? Wait, what? What? Play date, man. It's not that kind of play date. Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Brendan. Oh, I like that. I like that. But we'll come back to that. We will. I can call myself that. You can't. I I haven't watched it. No. I'll get Uh, get to that too. I do have it. I have the chance to watch it, but... Emily's away in Winton, and I refuse to watch it without See, her. See, Steve's being a good boyfriend and waiting for his girlfriend mm-hmm, to watch mm-hmm. the show. I'm married. I can do what the fuck I want, when the fuck I want, as long as Jess says it's okay. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, because Emily's away and you're saying that uh, Jess lets you do whatever you want. Yes. We're having a play date. We are. Um, We've caught up during the week because you're on uni holidays. I am, so we're actually recording on a Thursday as Which opposed to weird, a Friday. And I'm not working today. It's so a little bit out of whack, isn't it? It is. And we're recording from a different location. Yeah, so if you do hear a bit of a rumble in the background, it's just because our usual podcast location was unavailable, and so we're at my place, and I happen to be on a main road. You do. I've done whatever I can to try to reduce it. Yes. But uh, yes, we are having a play date. The girls always make fun of us that we do have our own very special relationship. Very special sidekick relationship. You don't help it when you're sending me text messages (laughs) saying that you'll cuddle me and get ready for our date, so... Well, you know, you make the comments too about, you know, you left me with the candles burnt down and, the, you know, you come yeah, out for dinner, dinner on the table. Yeah. But we have been doing some things on our play date, uh, keeping it geeky. We We've have. been playing a lot of Injustice. We have. First time I've touched it since April. First time I've touched it. <laughs> we are still talking about Injustice, right? I was going to say, and you wonder why our girlfriend, yeah. well, partners think they do what they do. No, I've never played it. I've been holding off for a game of the year slash complete edition. So I've, you can get everything. Yeah, well, I learnt my lesson with Mortal Kombat 9, where I bought all the DLC, had to get it from England, because, you know, wasn't allowed here at the time. And you've seen it at your work for like 25 bucks. Yeah. You've got all the DLC characters. You've got all the extra costumes. I'm waiting, but I'm bored. It's uni holidays, so I borrowed it off you. Yes. I am addicted. Cool. I'm it's pretty a good sure. Game. And I'm not, everyone knows who's a loyal listener. I'm not a gamer by no, any stretch we of need the imagination. To that. But it's a good game. What I love the most about playing before. How long did we spend just simply doing each stage transition? Yeah, well, that's pretty much all we did. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a few fights against each other, but most of the time was just testing all the little Easter eggs and yeah, everything. Just like that were finding in there. shit that we hadn't had a chance to look for before. It was cool. Before we get too far into it, yeah, we you brought your comics, you brought your DVDs. First, need to mention. Carnival Flowers. Yeah, that was a lot of fun on the weekend. Todd got us into it. He roped us in. Said sidekicks. Assemble! <laughs> and we went up to Toowoomba and we were on a float. We were. We, we, well, we told you about it last week that we were going to be on a float mm-hmm. and we were and it was good fun. And It, it was a lot of, seriously, like I was a little, uh, you know, wait. I, I'm the type of person that if I was standing on the sidelines and people are waving at me, people my age, I'd be like, uh, who's this git? Yeah. But seriously, the kids and the old people. They loved they it. They made it for me. i tell like, you what they waving loved. Waving at them. They loved Nick Scottney. Oh, old um, giant man himself dressed up as Superman. Superman. In, his, in his homemade, mind you, Man of Steel costume, which is fucking is amazing. That, is that homemade? I th- well, I think the 
The um, boots the, definitely the blue, looked mud. The blue suit wasn't. Yeah. But everything he added to it, the textures and stuff, that's all him. Oh, damn. Like that S, he did that. He did over the top of like... He that's made, insane. Yeah. And he's he's something like 7 foot 11. Like he's About 4 metres tall. tall. Yeah. About 4 metres. He's metres. as tall as I am long. And if you have a look at the photo that's accompanying this podcast... <laughs> You're not even going to touch that, nope. <laughs> If you have a look at the photo that's accompanying this podcast, you can see he's not just tall, he's fucking strong. Not that we weigh very much. No, <laughs> no we're both under 60. But seriously, can you imagine anyone else picking us both up like no, that? No, not at all. But no, it was a lot of fun. I'll definitely do it again next year. I had a great time. Well, there's t- we, because we were part of the 102.7 radio float. Yeah, because Geekspeak is, is, is a radio show on uh, Tuesday nights at 9pm, p- yes. I believe. You can find it on the website. No, we'll let the boys talk more about that, but just a little uh, rumour. Mm. There might be the potential of a Geekspeak-only float Or a Geekspeak slash Kaboom. Geekspeak slash Kaboom. Yeah. There's talk of lawnmowers and fez hats. There's been but a, there's uh, talk of a lot of things. <laughs> I'll just let that sizzle. But Going back, we need to talk about probably the biggest geeky topic of the week this week. Yes, I haven't watched I, it. Okay, you have. I've watched it. I have watched Agents of Shield. I can't spoil anything in this episode because you are being, I'll cut a, you. being a good little boy. Yep. I really enjoyed it as as a DC centric guy. Yeah. Everybody knows. I really liked it. I'm looking forward to watching it maybe again with you or talking about it with you. Should I get out the snuggie? Yeah. <laughs> Bill, it's too hot for that <laughs> because. Um, you will pick up on a lot more of the Easter eggs and things that probably went over my head. I feel like that's what it used to be when I used to watch DC stuff or reading certain stories like Sinestro Core War where it was the massive crossover. I didn't know DC well enough to get all these references. Now yep. I do. Yep. I've heard this is more Whedon than it is Marvel. I'd probably which, agree with that. Which sounds promising because well, I love Whedon's work, Dollhouse, Firefly, <laughs> all of that. All I can really say without spoiling it is... It did feel like it was very much part of the Marvel Universe, but yeah. it didn't feel like it was one of the movies. Not in a bad way. Yeah. In a, in a good way. It kept that transition very, very well. Uh, Clark Gregg, who is Phil Cool. Oh, Coulson. God, I love Clark Gregg. I'm so glad Coulson's back. Do they explain? They tease stuff. Oh. They leave a big question mark there. Uh, he's great. Because I just figured in the movie he didn't actually die. No, it's... But then there's that rumour too, because there's a person called uh, Phil in uh, Captain America, First Avenger, as yeah. a kid, and they someone says, Phil, come inside for dinner or something like that, and he's okay. holding a homemade Captain America shield. Okay. There's the rumour that he is Phil Coulson, because if you think about it, like he may have been around that age at the time, he should be older. He would, yeah. He's a Captain America fanboy. If there was a possibility that there was another super soldier super soldier serum yeah who would have been the first person to sign up mm. so who's to say phil colson is completely human that's true well mm. yeah they they, they they tease it a little bit but um one other thing i just want to make mention is yeah. chloe bennett as sky now this is the girl you're wondering who what else has she been in yeah do you want to know why i was wondering that well after we'll give that siren a moment to go because uh, she is hot, hot. <laughs> How does Jess feel about this one? Um, I, I don't know because she <laughs> Jess, Jess only watched. Jess thinks she's hot too. Jess, oh, she is hot. Jess only watched part of part of it. She was in and out a bit. But yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch the next episode. 
Um, I can't wait to talk about it more, which we will be able to do next week. A, because you would have seen it. Yep. And B, by the time we podcast episode one, would have aired, have aired in Australia. In Australia. Because they said they were fast-tracking it, which I thought which they is... meant the same night or the next night. A week. A week. So yeah. by the that, time... That is pretty weak, Channel 7. See what I did there? Hey, hey, hey. On the topic of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, I, I heard of something this week now. I'd never heard of this. I got given a copy of um, Iron Man 3 on Blu-ray a few weeks ago. Yep. I hadn't really... I'd seen the movie. I, I haven't watched it on Blu-ray yet. A couple of the American podcasts that I've been listening to have started talking about this Agent Carter one-shot. Now, the reason why they hadn't talked about it before, I didn't realise, mm. Iron Man 3 is only hitting Blu-ray shelves and DVD shelves in America today. The day after... we got it much sooner. It's very, very strange. Uh. I, I may, I'm thinking they have timed it with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, that would make sense. Given something that happens in the show too, it makes more sense. Oh, okay. okay? But, yeah, there's this Agent Carter one-shot. So, Agent Carter from Captain America. Because when you mentioned this, I thought, well, is it Agent Carter from Captain America or is it uh, Agent Carter from Captain America 2, which is Sharon Carter, not Peggy. No, it's Peggy, so Hayley Atwell. Emily Van Camp. Well, yeah, and Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell from from Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, It's a little 20-minute short just about her. Set a year after... Captain America, the first Avenger. The other reason why I wanted to watch this with you is because there has been news this week that maybe the next Marvel TV series will be an Agent Carter TV series. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to watch it and we could talk about it today. Well, I love the cast in it. Bradley Whitford, uh, who you may know from West Wing. West Wing. Uh, Billy Madison. on the Sunset Trip. The douchebag in Billy Madison. Billy Madison. He is... He's a douchebag in this because... You're a thinking, very, a very sexist. Well, you say well, sexist, it is the but 40s. it's of the time. It's like, oh yeah, me and the boys are going out drinking. Do you want to clear up all our desks and yeah. do all this? Yeah. Dominic Cooper uh, cameos as Howard Stark. Back as Howard Stark. Yeah. Stick around until after the first credit scene. There's a funny little bit with uh, Neil McDonough as um, Dum Dum Dugan with Howard Stark. Yes. And yeah, it's basically she just goes off on this little mission of her own. So is this being set up as... Well, uh, see, I don't know, but the thing is, that was a 20-minute episode, and I was pretty entertained. Like, if they if they double that and it's a weekly thing, I'd watch it. It was really it. well done. And I'd pretty much watch Hayley Atwell. And you made the comment about likening it to DC Showcase. Yes, yeah. Oh, God, I wish DC was still doing this with their animated movies. Oh, it's They're a shame little, they don't. Like, they used 10, to do green... La- uh, not Green Lantern. It's a Green, green Arrow. Arrow. There was the a Catwoman. Spectre, Catwoman. Um, uh, Jonah Hex. Yep. Jonah Hex had was one. There, a Shaz- there was a Shazam one, wasn't there? There was, Yeah, but it was sort of released as its own thing. It wasn't uh, tacked on. It was a Shazam versus Superman. Yeah. It was that, really I good. I wish they still did it. But that's what this felt like, was your little DC showcase. But it was done, not live animated, action. live action, and it was done really well. Yeah, I mean, that, that would have had a hell of a budget. Like, a hell of a budget. Yeah, it didn't look... Well, there wasn't too much in it for... There's no special effects, but, I mean, all those actors are in it. Like, yeah. it's good. You know, you've got Dominic Cooper, who's definitely coming up, and Hayley Atwell, Bradley Whitford, they're all... That was really good. And it's just another thing that Marvel are doing better than DC, but don't get me started on that. I loved it, so pick up Iron Man 3 on Blu-ray. It's not on the DVD, I and don't see, believe. Because it's I don't, only on the Blu-ray. Because I don't watch bonus features anymore. I used to love them. Was see, addicted I, I still to do. them. I don't, so I didn't even know about this. Okay, oh, while we're speaking of Blu-rays and DVDs, just quickly... Yep, yep. Um... Man of Steel. Oh, when? Has got a release date for Australia. 6th of November. 
That's like three days before Supernova. Yes. That's going to be a big week yes. for us. And I do believe JB Hi-Fi are having an exclusive version of it. Um, from what a little I bit can... of a work plug for you. Yeah, well, yeah. And we couldn't talk about it before, but it is on the website now, so we okay. can now. Um, apparently, it's coming in a case or a tin that's in the shape of the S shield. Oh. And it will have a little display stand for you to actually display so it So they with. do that with the Transformers ones. I got the transforming case. I want the one that it's an actual Autobot... Uh, symbol. It's yep. got all three Blu-ray. It's an Autobot symbol that folds out and makes the transforming noise. Cool. But it's like 250 And this so. also has... It's got your 3D Blu-ray. Yep. Blu-ray. Yep. DVD. Yep. Ultraviolet. Oh. So all your all your formats are covered, which is great for Speaking someone like me. Speaking of Ultraviolet, me. I only found out what this is the other day. I'm not a big fan. No, it's shit. It's a digital copy, but you stream it. Yeah, you can say... So it's basically you can access it on any device that you uh, have. Ah, you've got plenty else in the case to yeah, give you shit. a chance to watch it. Do you know when Pacific Rim's coming out on DVD? I don't off the you top of my head. You need to find that out for me because I'm fanging to watch that movie again. I'm going to have every possible version of that I can. That movie was amazing. Okay. Now, we were talking about TV series. We were. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., possible uh, Sharon Carter, well, Peggy Carter, Agent yeah. Carter, one of the Carters. <laughs> when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aired, the same day Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aired, well, not just an at interesting the same... bit of news dropped from, was it Warner Brothers? Not just at the same uh, day, Steve. I reckon it was around about the exact same time. The and same I... time it aired in the States. Just quickly. 20th of November for Pacific Rim. Oh, it's too long. I need it now. You say that to me all the time, but oh, <laughs> we make Jesus, it work. We're not making this easy for ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much around the same time, I reckon, and it would have been done intentionally. Yeah. Um, news broke. I don't still know if there's been an official announcement. There was an outlet in the States reporting this. Yeah. I've seen I think it everywhere it's, it, Yeah, since. it's pretty much been picked up everywhere since. Fox have signed on mm. um, to air a TV series called Gotham. This, which, sounds, this sounds intriguing. Which, at first, I was like, really, Fox? Okay, why? Because I guess something like that serious wouldn't really go that well on the CW. No. Because you need a more... It's more... It's a cop drama. It's not a well, teeny... you've said what it is, but what is Gotham? Okay, so it's... A young James Gordon. It will follow the adventures of a young James Gordon. Okay. Um, it will be set in Gotham. You will not see Batman, but there is room for other Bat-related characters to come in. So I did read something that you could bring in villains, and I think we were talking about this before. Like it, it would yes, show you don't the have, origins say, of some of the famous rogues that we know. We'll say you don't have you won't Scarecrow have... as such, but you no. could have Dr. Jonathan Crane maybe being investigated for malpractice. You wouldn't have Penguin, but you've got a crime figure, Oswald Cobblepot. The one that I said to you... Which Harvey you had, Dent? Yeah, well, yeah, well you wouldn't... You, have Harvey Dent would have to be in it. Yeah. The one that you hadn't thought of, which got gave you a bit of a boner, a geek boner, yeah. to clarify, <laughs> um, you wouldn't have the Joker. No. But you could have the Red Hood. Which was his... That's who he was before... Before he became the Joker. You could uh, have the Red Hood like gang, or just Red Hood, or this, this figure in Gotham known as the Red Hood. The potential is fantastic, and it's also pretty much what people have been screaming for for years and years and years, which is a TV series based on Gotham Central. Because don't they... There is a comic, or there was a comic before New 52, wasn't there, which was... Gotham Central. It was called... For some reason I thought it was called Gotham Knights, but it focused That's on... That's the Batman TV series, the, the animated oh, movie. Yeah. Gotham Central, that was about, was it Gordon and what's his name, Bullock? Yeah, uh, Montoya. It was basically all the cops from Gotham PD that you read about in the comics and some others added in. Mm. 
it was about them. Batman was hardly what, in it. If were the villains there? Or yes, were the, in the very first issues, um, Mr. Freeze was in it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and it dealt with... It, yeah, it was... I haven't read it for a while. I've got the first couple of trades at home. Um, it's really good. And if this TV series is half as good as the, the trades were, it's going to be a good show. I'm excited about it. The fact that there's a Marvel TV series on TV is, is great. Yes, DC has Arrow, yep. but you know I'm a Batman... And ba- The Flash. Well, it's soon to be The Flash. And you know I'm a Batman guy first and foremost. Yeah. This this has and me is excited. Is this what they're doing? Is they're trying to get... Instead of saving things for the big screen, See, yeah. worrying about uh, waiting three years for a movie to go through development, production, all that, and only having one every few years, bringing out these extra characters that may not hold up as a movie, but they might hold up as a TV series. Because, yeah, you've got Arrow with The Flash is going to spin out spin of that. Spin off of it, yeah. Uh, Marvel now have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. News that you know DC are going to also do this Gotham thing, possibly. And if Marvel are looking at doing an Agent Carter TV series... Are they now looking towards TV to fight the battle and you know get more people involved? Because yeah. honestly, there's a lot more they could do with TV as well, where they don't have to worry about these big things... Yeah, okay, smaller budgets. What was the one you mentioned before um, could work because they've got magic? Oh, um, Shazam is a movie. Yeah, because... Oh, okay, no, we were talking about that as a movie where they... It because there hasn't really Shazam been a, a magic superhero film done. The closest that's Plus, come you've got the ch- a child hero. Like, yeah, a child great. that is transformed. The closest, I think, you mentioned a while back on a podcast with the boys on Geek Speak Live was the uh, possibility of a Justice League Dark... Yeah, yeah, with um, Del Movie. Toro was meant to be picking that up yeah. and running with it. I don't know what's happening with that. But yeah, with this Go- um, Gotham TV series, it's meant yeah. to be being developed by the mentalist creator Bruno Heller. And Mentalist is a decent show. I've never quite yeah. got into it, but it's well done. I it mean, keeps going, so yeah. it must, there must it's got be something longevity there. there. So, yeah, so that's, that's my bit of Batman geek news for the week. Well, like I said, I'm looking forward to a lot more TV. I, I want to see Well, it's stories. coming to that time of year, isn't it? Yeah, well, I want to see a lot more of these stories fleshed out instead of only being cramped into a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie. I yeah. want to see longevity. Yep. But moving away from TV... Yes. We haven't done some comic stuff for a while, so we're going to focus a bit on comics this time. Yeah. Starting off with, what's Brendan read this week? Or okay, well, what's Brendan keep, read recently? To keep people up to date, the last time we talked about this, I was reading uh, Fables. Yeah. I was uh, up to maybe about the second or third trade. Grace, our honorary sidekick, and I got you into Fables. You've been powering through it, but you felt you were a little fabled out. I finished the seventh trade. So that's a lot of issues. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I've got, I'm still loving it, don't get me wrong, mm. but I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I need to read something else for a bit. Um, my, I need a break. My monthly comics are piling up. I haven't touched them for ages. I need to actually probably sort that out later today and try and start reading them again. But well, we're in my place now, and I've got four massive 44, 50-litre tubs of comics that you're welcome to go through. Let me at them. <laughs> but I have read some stuff this week. Now, one of them I'm, I'm keeping as a surprise for you, because I think you'll be proud of me. Well, it's obviously not Batman 66 on top, but we've spoken about that. Yeah, so I, I read the latest Batman 66, which yep. is the third issue. Still really good. If you really if, good. You, if you love your old school Batman, then, then fucking pick it up. It's hilarious. Yep. I have started reading the Villains Month comics. Now, if you've been listening to Geek Speak Live, which you damn well should have been, you'll know that Todd, especially as a retailer, uh, has not liked Villains Month. Because, no. you know, when you've got 23.1, 2, 3, 4, yep. 
some of the stories are crap. Some have been brilliant. I love Relic from Green Lantern worked in well. Yeah. Because it gave the origin of Relic, who is this new big bad that's leading up to the Green Lantern crossover Lights Out. There were some Batman stories I read, I think. Uh, oh, the Reverse Flash one for Flash. Yeah. That worked in well because it's explaining who Reverse Flash is. But there have been so many which are just shit. Now, now I, I actually got caught with this because I didn't think I was getting all the Villains Month because from the Batman titles that I get. I didn't think I was getting them. Well, some work into the stories that have been told and some are just random... And I wasn't going to bother getting them. Yeah. However, because I actually have my name down for the monthly Batman comics at Kaboom Comics... I automatically got them. Well played, so I walked up well there, played. I walked up there the other day and my box is huge. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I automatically get all the What's villains. What's in Brendan's box? So I have and, so, read... and this is why Todd was not happy with it, is you've got to add on. Yeah. You've just got an extra four single issues in the same month where you would usually get one. Now, I didn't pick up all the ones that were there because I couldn't afford them all in one hit. Yeah. But this week I have read Scarecrow. I haven't read that or Penguin Penguin. Yet. Two Face, haven't um, read any, and though. I read the Riddler as well. I read Riddler. I enjoyed that. It was that great. One. Yeah, um, because of... Scott Snyder was working on it. Oh, I also read the Joker one. When you've had, it was the same with Green Lantern. When you've had the guys working on the monthly titles, helping develop. Yeah, they might not do the words, but they've helped develop the plot. It ties in. Yeah. When you've got random writers just doing their own thing, it hasn't worked. No. So uh, the honestly, out of all of them, hey. the Penguin one was great. Really? Penguin? Bru- yeah, I know. I've never been a big Penguin fan. No, me fan. either. It was, man, it was fucking brutal. Mm. It was really, really good. Looking forward to read. I'll, I think I'll have that this week or next week. I also said last week, I think, that I was, or a couple of um, issues ago, I was We're done. dropping Superman, I'm Batman. done with the new Batman, Batman Superman. Superman I'm going, going back and reading the original Jeff Loeb run. Um, which I've started rereading the first trade this week. Public uh, Enemies. Public Enemies. That was yes. the one they'd made the animated film on. Now, I went to the comic shop the other day. Sorry, that. sorry, Todd. It was a, a spur of the moment thing. It wasn't up in Toowoomba at Kaboom. Um, I bought myself a new comic. Oh, it's not a Batman comic. Oh, hold your tits! <laughs> what? I bought a Vertigo title. Okay, well, you have been reading Fables, yes, which is Vertigo, so it's kind of giving you a taste. I bought American Virgin. That is quite a sexual-looking cover. And the t- first trade is called Head. Nah, now this is on a giant this, tongue. This isn't the reason why I bought it. I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be sexy. I re- actually read the blurb of it the other day, and it just sounded really fucking cool. Hmm. Um, I picked up the first trade. The first trade was only ten bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick this up. If I don't like it, you know what? It's only ten bucks. I don't care. But man, I really enjoyed it. It's it's about What's it this, about about this young guy, um, an American. He's his family's tied up in a, like a Pentecostal TV network. Yep. And he's America's most famous virgin. Ah. He's out preaching the word and, and saving yourself and, um, you know, waiting for marriage. And he has this girlfriend who he's waiting for and she's um, doing like ministry work over in Africa. And mm. I mean, it's not a spoiler because it's a whole arc of the thing. She gets killed. Oh. And he goes... Spoiler. He goes over to Africa to pretty much get her body and he in some ways avenge her but on top of all this he keeps getting tempted with to all the, get have some nookie pretty much and man it's a really fucking good story like I reckon you dig it it's great I'm give it a try because I picked up a few books when we were up in Toowoomba the other day for the carnival picked them up from Todd see I was loyal I went to Todd <laughs> 
Um, you know me, I'm a digital comics fan, but I bought some books for Emily. I got uh, the latest ver- um, volume of American Vampire from Scott Snyder and yes. Humberto Ramos. Ramos? can't say I can his never name. remember his name. Todd does it better. Uh, I picked up Driver for the Dead. Yep. And I, tr- I think East... East meets West, or it's like oh, it's a yeah, Western. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Forgot. So when I get a chance to read those, something a little different. It's a bit out of my taste, Some but I'm going to read them. So you'll expect a few reviews. So the first trade for American version, Geeks Pick rating out of five. I'm going to give it oh, a yeah. three. Three. Actually, no, I'll go three and a half. I really enjoyed it. Now, it left this, you compelled for more. Hell yeah! Um, an American version is written by Stephen T. Siegel. He now is, this isn't Stephen Seagal. No, this is Stephen T. Siegel. He is actually going to be at Supernova in Brisbane. He is part of Man of Action, the production. Who you've production. been talking about. Yeah, they're See, the I production. did this intentionally to give you a little oh, nice segue. Oh, I like that. So I'm going to take my American Virgin to Supernova and get it signed. <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that statement. Yeah, I, I know. love it. I know. No, Stephen T. Siegel, he's part of Man of Action. Who They're the production company behind Ben 10. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes, Avengers Assemble, all those great new animated, new and old animated series. Yes. Which reminds me, I still need to watch through all of Ultimate Spider-Man. But uh, these guys are like Joe Kelly, yeah, Stephen T. Siegel, Joe Casey. Yep. Uh, you sh- surely you've heard their names or, or have heard them on um, some of Kevin Smith's Kevin podcast. Kevin Smith's podcast, he's, yeah. He's a big Man of Action fan. And while we're on about uh, Supernova, we forgot last week... Yeah, there was another big guest announced. Well, well tickets went on sale tickets as well. Tickets went on sale on Friday, so you can now get your tickets for Supernova Brisbane. It is on... What the is it? 8th. 8th, uh, 8th through 10th, 8th to the 10th of, yes, November. of November. It's the only one that runs three days, Friday just, through Saturday. Just over a month. Now you've got big names coming. Peter Dinklage, George R. Martin, Summer Glau's coming back. So Sean Ma, who played her brother Simon on Firefly. Yes. But the big one mentioned last week, which got me all a giddy. Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, yeah. See, I, again, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but I did watch religiously the first three seasons of Lost before I got the shit. Lost. With it. Loved uh, him on Lost. Mary from Lord of the Rings. So he's coming. Dino Gorman is yes. coming up. He was at Sydney. We didn't get a chance to speak with him. I would love to chat with him. Yeah. Uh, he played. Oh, which one was he? Philly or Killy in The Hobbit. He's also in The Almighty Johnsons, which is oh, the. Yeah. Have I ever spoken about it's that? It's a TV show, isn't it? It's a TV series from New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. Uh, where they're Channel North 10 Gods. was showing it for a while there. Channel, that's how I caught it one yeah. night. They kept playing the same episode all week. He is a Norse god in that. I need to get you into it. I haven't watched season two. Season one I loved. It's yeah. got that New Zealand humour. Yes. But, yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're descendants, in a way, of Norse gods, but they've okay. lost their powers because people don't believe anymore. Speaking of that, just totally reminded me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go and check out Percy Jackson, the new Percy Jackson movie. We need to do that. Yeah. It came out la- this week, I think, last week. Other ones coming, Greg Sipes, he Beast Boy in Teen Titans, and he's been Ben 10. Is it is it now, Ricky Simmons that you're excited it, about? There's two I'm really excited for. Okay. Ricky Simons, Ricky who Simons was Gurr. In Invader Zim. Yeah. Why did you do that? Make room for the cupcake. I can see the other one that you're excited about. Gary Chalk. He cancelled... I can't remember if it was Gold Coast. He was the voice of Man at Arms in the <laughs> Masters of the Universe cartoon. Yeah. More importantly, Optimus Primal in Beast Wars and uh, Beast Machines. The reason why you're jizzing everywhere. Uh, I, I met David Kay at BotCon. He was Beast Wars Megatron. 
I need to collect the set, the two of them. So, his fingers crossed, all powers willing, I get to meet him and get an autograph. Because I'm pretty that sure man, you will. I'm so happy he's coming back. I'm pretty sure you will. So yeah, Dominic Monaghan. That's how we got here. <laughs> but we, it's been a while um, we, bef- since we'd spoken about Supernova. We'd been talking about Comic-Con guests. Yes. But Supernova, that's only, what, five, six weeks away? Yeah, just over a month. So, it's getting there. Now, last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up this issue... If, again, you were listening to Geekspeak side, uh, Geek Geek Live. Live, sorry, their latest episode, Todd has finally taken a page out of my digital book <laughs> and tried digital comics. He's not a huge fan, but he liked it because you get to try stuff. I'd never said to him, if you go on the Comicsology's apps, you can get like a uh, 101 of uh, certain characters. Yeah, so yeah you can free ones. So you actually can get a feel for the character and know what they're about beforehand. Mm-hmm. On the topic of Supernova, when we were at Gold Coast, we spoke with Dave Gibbons, illustrator of Watchmen, and he mentioned a thing he was doing called Made Fire. I do remember him talking about that. These are digital comics, but there's more to them. They're motion. They add in motion, audio and visuals... And at the time, there were only the creator-owned uh, stuff that they were doing. You've got people working on them like Liam Sharp, Ben Wolstenholm, Kinnam Cham, Dave Gibbons, Brian Boland. A lot of these, Mike Carey. A guy named James Campbell. <laughs> yeah, a guy named James Campbell. Uh, Mike Carey, he's another big name. These guys are all working on these comics, but recently IDW, who bring out... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, do, do Star Ghostbusters Trek, too, don't they? Ghostbusters, See, that's one that I pick up. My Little Pony, Lock and Key, Paul which Abstruse. that Paul Abstruse. <laughs> that's going to be one I'm coming up soon with. Lock and Key's finishing up. Expect a very big Geek Speak Sidekick review of that. Okay. Anywho, they've joined with Made Fire. So what you can get now is these motion comics where it goes panel by panel, which is like the guided view of comicsology. Yeah. But they shift elements in it to give it motion yeah you showed me some earlier it's pretty cool speech bubbles appear when in you when know, as, you, as you're tapping through it so you're not reading everything in one hit it goes through in a, what's the word chronological oh, order. order yeah and you'll also get sound effects so say optimus prime was transforming you get metal grinding on metal when a car's revving or falling down the street, you get that roar of the engine. If there's an explosion, you hear the explosion. Yeah. And it's, some... it's not as full-on as a cartoon, but it's, 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 it really adds to it. I so, well, IDW, they've got My Little Pony, Star Trek, Transformers up on there. But for creator-owned stories, Treatment, which is by Dave Gibbons, I really want to try that one out. Uh, the Trouble with Katie Rogers, Mono... Captain Stone is missing. One I really want to try. It looks kind of sci-fi-ish. The engine. So I'm going to look more into that. I've been meaning to actually get... It's a it's an app. Yeah. So you can get it on iOS device. Uh, Apple only right now. Okay. Head along to madefire.com. M-A-D-E-F-I-R-E.com. You can check it all out there. See what can happen. And hey, Aussie creators, they've even got the motion book tool... So you can make your comics that you're already pumping out into motion comics and try get them out there Shit, as well. That's cool. So it's it's more to digital. This is I've never I've never said that digital is my way of life. I still love 
my hands print on. comics. Hands on. On the same there with music. There are benefits of digital just as there are benefits to print. Yeah. This is simply taking digital and adding more to it that you can't imprint. Shit. You can get an explosion and get, feel like you're part of the story. So check it out. Madefire.com. And once I look more into some of the creator-owned stories, yeah, I'll talk some more about it. Awesome. I think that's about it. I think it has to be. It's uh, This one's gone fast. That air conditioning's cranking. We're not sweating out of our orifices. No, and like we've still got a heap of Play-Doh to go. So I mean, we're going like, to go play Hopscotch later uh, and you know, Patty Cake, Patty Cake and that sort of stuff. Do I have to wear pants? Because it is pretty hot outside. <sighs> no. Yes! <laughs> well, that's it for this issue. And until next time, if you want to hear more from us, boys, be sure to check out the other podcast, Geek Speak Live. Head along to youtube.com forward slash Geek Speak Australia for all the latest videos. A funny little one, we, we can talk about it now. Zombie Walk went up last week. It did. I just, that sorry, was, I, was, uh, I was laughing the whole time you were saying all that stuff. Just thinking with the Playdate stuff, we've given the uh, Lil Geeks guys, I think, plenty of ammunition oh, this yeah, week. It just yeah. hit me at the end. It's like, oh my God, we're going to get the piss taken out of us. Well, thank you for sidetracking me, but going back to it. Yes. Zombie Walk video went up. Very funny. Stick around for the whole thing. The, yeah. the crew had a lot of fun with that one. Hit subscribe so when the new videos are going up, I'm not haranguing you at your front door saying, why haven't you watched the latest video? It's sent right to you. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at geekspeakau. And for anything and everything else, be sure to check out facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. Until next issue, I am your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm about to take off in Lola with Agent Colson, Brendan. I'm assuming I'll know more about what that means once I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not saying anything. Geek out!